Hey, and welcome back once again to Ancient Ways for Modern Days as we are in John chapter 12. And this week has been a week of reaction. It's been a week of looking at the, the miracles of Jesus, looking at the claims of Jesus, looking at how these miracles are signs that point to Jesus's identity. <clears throat> and then it's been laid out, what are those who are witnessing these signs and hearing Jesus teach, what are they going to do? And we've seen all sorts of different responses. And now today, we are going to look at uh, really one final response. Kind of there's others baked into it, but really one final response. And now we're going to look at this final response as the impetus for Jesus saying some very clear words about his own life, about the the moment in ministry of, of this John chapter 12 and what's about to, how the uh, the direction is going to shift in the in the book. And actually... Jesus is going to speak to you and I as well. And so let's look at this text. John chapter 12, starting in verse 19. It says, So the Pharisees said to one another, You see that you are gaining nothing. Look, the whole world is going after him. Right? So this is the people are flocking. They're claiming uh, Hosanna, or they're shouting Hosanna in the highest. They're claiming that Jesus is king. And they're like, ah, the, the whole world's going after him. Well, verse 20. Now, among those who went up to worship at the feast were some Greeks. Now, these are potentially, um, you know, these, are, these are Greeks or Gentiles that have, um, they have converted to the Jewish faith. So they are likely not pagan, but rather they're most likely worshipers of the one true God. And, uh, and they are, they've been converted to Judaism. And verse 21 says, so they came to Philip who was from Bethesda in Galilee, and asked him, Sir, we wish to see Jesus. Now, why Philip? Likely because he has a Greek name, unlike most of the disciples. Verse 22, Philip went and told Andrew. Andrew and Philip went and told Jesus. And Jesus answered them, The hour has come for the Son of Man to be glorified. Truly, truly, I say to you, Unless a grain of wheat falls into the earth and dies, it remains alone. But if it dies, it bears much fruit. Now, our heads are kind of spinning in this moment. Hey, Jesus, the, uh, there, there's some Greeks that want to meet you. And Jesus says, well, the hour's here. It's time. Well, what is he saying? This is, this is really the, the, the switch has been flipped. And now Jesus says, it is now my hour to start to start aiming at the cross. My, my signs have been completed. Now I am going to, I'm going to do what I came here to do. I am going to die. This is what he says. He says, unless a grain of wheat falls into the earth and dies, it remains alone. It's just a single grain. But if it if it's buried and then it sprouts and it it produces many other pieces of grain, this is what he says. It bears much fruit. Jesus is now saying it is now time to to turn the page. A new chapter now is the, the book of glory. We've had the book of signs. Now we're going to begin the path toward the cross. And then he speaks to his believers. He says, whoever loves his life loses it. And whoever hates his life in this world will keep it for eternal life. And then the same exact pattern. If anyone serves me, he must follow me. And where I am, there will my servant be also if anyone serves me the father will honor him see if you if you love your life if you're like judas who it, he is he is 
selfish. And so he uses Jesus for his own benefit. If you're like that, you're going to lose your life. But if you hate your life, if you if you are willing to lay your life down, this is not saying that you need to like get a a, a whip and, and whip yourself and, and you need to never eat anything. This is not saying that. This is saying compared to following Christ, what's more important? Are you going to live for your own selfishness or are you going to live in light of the glory of God and the, the grace of Christ? Whoever hates his life in this world will keep it for eternal life. If you're willing to have an eternal perspective that leads you to serve, that's what it says here. If anyone serves me, this is how you lay down your life. You serve Jesus. You, you, you follow Jesus. You follow Jesus in his character. You follow Jesus in his self-sacrificing life. It says, Jesus says, where I am, my servant's going to be there. Where Jesus leads, we're going to follow. He says, if anyone serves me, the Father will honor him. There's honor from God the Father for a life that is laid down for the sake of Jesus Christ. Now, the, the, the most natural question here is, is, are you living for yourself? Are you living to love your own life or are you living to lay down your life, your preferences, your desires? Now, are you laying that down for the kingdom of God? Now, sometimes people read this and they hear this and they say, well, this means I should never be married. I should not have a job. I should just be kind of a, you know, a, an itinerant preacher, right? In fact, I remember when I was in college, I, I actually weighed that quite a bit. I was like, maybe I should just like quit school and put on a backpack and just hike across the U.S. and, and share the gospel. Like, I, I get that mentality. But this is, we want to take all of the scripture together. Sometimes laying down your life looks like, getting married, raising a family. And instead of raising it for your own benefit, raising it in a way so that your children know and follow the Lord. It, what it looks like is, is being plugged into a community in a local church where people know you and they love you and you love them and you're sacrificing for them as they're sacrificing for you. And the church becomes a city on a hill, a light for all in the community to see. This is how we lay down our life. This is how we follow Jesus. We live in light of the gospel call. We sacrifice our preferences and our, our pleasures and, and whatever it looks like for us to be pursuing our own desires. We lay those aside and we live chiefly for the glory of God. Now, are you, are you doing this? Are you laying down your life? Listen, I'll, I want you to see this is not laying down your life because you just, life's worthless. This is laying down your life because you know you have an eternal life waiting for you in which the Father will honor you. What a great promise. What a great promise to live our lives in light of eternity. This is truly, this is the ancient way for our modern day.